Is it on? Welcome to the Shant Show with your hosts, Curtis, Josh, Mario, and Jordan. Welcome into a long-anticipated edition of the Shant Show. Sorry we disappeared on you again there, but... Uh, I'll come back to the same sorry excuse I do every time, and that is, unfortunately, Josh and and Mario and Jordan, all of us, we we have lives outside of the podcast, and sometimes those come first. With all that said, thank you for sticking around. We're glad to get started again. Let's talk some Coastal Baseball. Coastal, right now, on April 18th, is ranked 10th in the country. Coming into the season, we had a team that had lost almost all of its players. <laughs> this is this is a brand new team. And even the pieces that did come back are in reduced, slightly different roles. I mean, you're talking one through nine have been replaced. And holy shit, are they good immediately. Currently 10th in the country, like I said, they currently have a record of 23 and 11, that conference record of 11 and 4. They are first in the Sun Belt by one game. We'll get into that a little bit later how they have a very pivotal series against Southern Miss coming up. But Josh, I'll turn it over to you. What are your overall impressions of this uh, baseball team right now? Well, yeah, like you said, beginning of the season in the first official bracketology that they did we were one of the first four teams left out of the tournament field, which means they thought we weren't part of the top 64 that we were there. And really, to be honest, that was completely because of the name Coastal Carolina and the fact that we still have Coach Gilly here because the writers didn't know who any of these guys were that are currently playing for us. So to be where we are now and to rise and we're really getting some love from the national polls because last week we won a series against old dominion one, two out of three, a very good old dominion team that's receiving votes. And we shot up seven spots in the rankings. So we're getting love. We are solidly inside that top 16 line is where you need to be to host a regional. And we'll get into it. I'm sure more um, when we get closer to selection Sunday, but there's even a little bit more room than that because I guarantee you that Campbell's facility is not hosting a regional. Or if Old Dominion makes a run, they've already been pushed out of hosting a regional before. So Coastal's in prime spot to host a regional, somewhere we did not think we would be at the beginning of the season. Um, we're in a stretch right now of 10 straight games against ranked teams or teams receiving votes. So the schedule has been – it's been like that all season. It's been grueling, but – these guys have stepped up. They found their roles. The pitching has been getting slightly better. And yeah, we just have that elite offense and we'll get into it more, but I couldn't be more happy, literally more happy at all with where we are right now. About three fifths into the season. Jordan, I come to you with mostly the same question. This team came in very young, very inexperienced at the college level and are now sitting really pretty. They've, basically guaranteed themselves a spot in the tourney. I don't think that's in doubt at all at this point. They're now fighting for the opportunity to host a regional, and at 10 in the country, you're 
on the verge of hosting a super regional even. Right. That's incredibly impressive. Jordan, where are you at with this team, where they stand, and, and what are you most looking for them to improve upon going down the stretch? Yeah, for me, um, it's, it's kind of crazy for you to even say that, maybe even hosting a super regional at Coastal. That's that's crazy. Um, yeah, for me, um, I'm looking to see the pitching continue to keep improving. Um, you know, we just mentioned it before we even got on here, you know, to win a, a college World Series or to even win a, a World Series in, in the majors, you got to have great pitching. So it's it's something that you got to have um, even when you enter the playoffs, even going all, all the way into – to, to the championship round if you make it there. So I think that our pitching has slightly gotten better, just like Josh mentioned. But I think that if it can continue to keep doing it in these last little bit of games in the regular season, and even going into the Sunbelt tournament, um, before we even get into the postseason play, I think that that will be huge for us. Like you guys mentioned, we already have the offense. The offense is there. Um, and if we can continue to keep that momentum going through the pitching, I think that We'll be one of the toughest teams to to play, and you know, it'd be crazy to even see Coastal go as far as making it to another College World Series. It's been since 2016 since we won it, and Coach Gil, Coach Gilmore, and the coaching staff has done a phenomenal job. Nobody thought we would be here at this point during the season, and we're just raising a lot of uh, eyebrows. People are really starting to put us on notice, and um. You know, I, I have full confidence in all the guys, all the boys. And I think that, hey, if we're in it, I think that we have a chance to really go and try to win it. And it would be huge for these young guys, all these freshmen coming in to make it all the way to a college world series. That would be huge for them. So I, I would like to see that happen. But pitching for sure, I would look for, to see that improve for sure. Coastal Carolina, you mentioned national championship there, Jordan. Coastal Carolina currently sits at a plus 10,000 odds, uh, according to DraftKings. That puts them tied for 26 in the country. It puts them behind teams like Campbell, who they, they've beaten recently. It puts them behind teams like Southern Miss, who is behind them in the conference. And it shows just how, I guess, how much doubt there still is about what this team is and what they can be. Mario, I know this team wasn't expected to do this at the beginning of the season, but do you believe, do you think that they have a chance to win a national championship? Or let's dial that back a little bit. Do you think that they have a chance to host a regional and host a super regional before we even talk about Omaha? So if you're asking me if they have a chance to host regional, I'll say yes, 100%. I think it, I hope it does happen. I don't want to jinx it, but the chances of that are looking pretty high. Super regional? I could possibly see that ha happening. As of now, I still have doubts about the World Series. And don't get me wrong. It's not because I don't believe in coastal baseball or anything like that. It's just there's a lot of questions that have been unanswered. And the truth is, we never know if they're going to get answered. We in the beginning, in the beginning of the year, when we had uh when we talked about the, the beginning of the year and how the baseball team looked, we talked about how they did like it took some time for the chemistry to get going. I think at the time they were probably like four and two or two and two or whatever the case might have been. It, it was, it had to be less than seven games. And we talked about how chemistry would pick up and come along. And that chemistry has picked up and came along. We talked about how this team was fairly new and how they had only freshmen and transfers. And we asked, could they possibly blend and mesh together to become a really good team? And they have surpassed the standards that I thought they were going to get right there. So they proved they proved uh, they proved us wrong in that aspect, or they they 
eliminated doubt in that, that aspect, but there's still more things that I'm doubt I'm doubtful about. For instance, pitching. Now I'm not saying our pitching is bad, but I'm also saying that as far as starters, we're very, very limited. And on top of that, we only have about three starters as there is. And the three starters, they're decent. No, nothing against them. You, you know, I, I believe in Matthew Potok. I believe in Jacob Morrison. I mean, they, they, we have really good pitchers, but the problem is I think we're going to need a little bit more. And I think there's a lot of pitchers this year who have been relieving, who I, who I think are also going to get tested with a starting role. And I think those guys are going to have to step up, especially in the biggest moments, such as the regionals and the super regionals. And maybe if we do make it that far, the World Series. So those are questions that I have to answer. But truly, I say as of now, I'm very confident in us hosting a regional. I'm very confident in us hosting a super regional. I think but right there is as far as I'm taking it right now until those questions become answered. If I can see this pitching staff start getting their flow, getting the rhythm going, and I can see that the pitchers are answering the questions and the doubts that I may have, I believe that this team really has great chances of winning a World Series, but they got to answer those questions first. Yeah, I, I agree with what everything you just said there. We're, we're 14 and six at home, which is the key thing that sticks out to me. Because if you're top 16 in the country, you're hosting a regional automatically. And then if you're top eight in the country, you're guaranteed to host a super regional. Now you could be uh, 15th and then say the two seed from the other region wins it. So then you host it again. But if we can get into that top eight, then that guarantees you to go all the way through Omaha would run through Conway. We would have Omaha runs through Conway. We're very good at home. We need to make that shirt if it happens. That will definitely happen if, if we're hosting Super Regionals. But we need to keep going. We have a huge series this weekend. All the questions that we've had about – we have a lot of questions about pitching. They're going to get answered this weekend. The Southern Miss team is a team that hosted a regional last year. They were the biggest pickup baseball-wise that we got from Conference USA, them and Old Dominion. So we have a massive series this weekend at home. But yeah, 14 and 6 at home. They know the guys know that. They know they need to keep winning games. And yeah, it's it would be very scary, regardless, if we're able to host that road all the way through Conway. So two more spots to go in the rankings, but yeah, I I do like where we're at right now in terms of that. Not ready for national championship talks yet in that sense, but regional and super regional are definitely there. Right. And just looking at it as a fan, I mean, already, even if we like make it to the regionals, we put up a fight or make it to the super regionals and we put up a fight and we lose, this team has already done so much that I could even say I'm proud of. For instance, I'm going to be honest. One guy that like, I'm actually very proud of is Zach Beach. Zach Beach last year was a guy who like, you know, his average might have not been where it was supposed to be. This is, uh, he ended up, I guess, earlier in the year, correct me if I'm wrong. They ended up replacing first base, uh, him at first base with Derek Bender, who's been phenomenal. And I kept thinking like, gosh, this is another, like, this might be another down year for Zach Beach. Zach Beach not only accepted the role that he was given once the injury started happening and had to switch everybody out, but he also took that role in and he actually, in, he has nine home runs. He has a over 300 average. Like he's been doing really, really good. And on top of that, our debt is so, it's so amazing what they've been able to do. We suffered so many injuries that a lot of teams would crumble under. And Gilly, as great as a coach as he is, was like, yeah, you're going to play this position right here. You're going to play this and we're going to make it work and we're going to win. And on top of that, it, it, they've just done so much 
they've they've shown that they can blend together. They show that they can mesh together. And I'm looking at it, and most of this team is a freshman team. You got to think about that too. Most of this team is a freshman team who are ranked tenth in the country, and they are and they are and they are basically proving all the doubters wrong. So the other perception in me is looking at it as when these guys go into the tournament, how are they gonna how are they gonna accept being in front of the spotlight? Are they gonna embrace it? Are they going to crumble under the pressure? Because again, y'all are freshmen, y'all are still young. So being in a situation like that, it could be nerve wracking. But these are all doubts that are gonna be answered come probably the regionals. And by the time by the time the regionals are done, we'll probably make a new uh, episode. I think um I think the questions that I have about this team will be answered. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to real quick, even further validate, you said in there that Zach Beach kind of got replaced at, at first base by Bender, which points goes to the point that shows just how deep this team is. Derek Bender is not even a first baseman. He's probably the third string catcher and he's been catching a couple games here and there. Get him Garrison, Gawang, Garana, and Bodine are all catchers. Right. And people, a lot of people forget that, he wasn't even Beach wasn't supposed to be our starting first baseman anyways. We've been missing Billy Underwood all year with an injury. So this team is deep levels on levels on levels. And I mean credit to Gilly for finding a way to get everybody involved and everybody playing in the series, two out of three games, however he can do it. But yeah, this team is is deeper than any team that I've seen in in probably the six years that I've really followed college baseball. like Oh yeah, for sure. And Grant Brown and Teddy Sharkey already, they they've got honors of national player of the week. We got players on this team that teams should be worried about. If they're just going to look at us and be like, huh, they were a bunch of freshmen. <laughs> it's a bunch of first year transfers. It should be a cakewalk. They're going to be in for a rude awakening. But again, Coastal has to approach this like veterans, even though I know they're, they're young. I know there's a lot of them are freshmen. I know a lot of them, this is their first year on the team. They have to approach this like veterans. They got to go in there. And when the spotlight shines on them, they got to take advantage of it. For sure. And and you guys hit on it there a little bit. I want to dive a little deeper into it. Our offense has been the strong point of this, this team. I mean, 15 runs is not unheard of for this team. They've, they've done it over and over and over again. And you bring up the, the stats for this team. I mean, Peyton Eels, 374. Caden Bodine, 365. Derek Bender, 356. Uh, Zach Beach, you mentioned 349. Like Graham Brown, 346. Uh, Chad Bourne is a 300 hitter. You've got almost, you can go almost a full nine of guys that are hitting above 300 in, in legitimate, you know, they've played all of those guys except for Zach Beach, who's played in 29, and Caden Bodine, who's played in 27, have played 30-plus games. That average is legit. You're not talking about a guy who stepped up to the plate, you know, 10 times and hit it four. These guys had those averages and have carried them all season. You know, you've got Derek Bender. He's just been absolutely phenomenal this season 50 rbis 11 home runs <laughs> it's funny um he's got two triples he's he's one of only two guys on the team with a triple and he's also our power threat and our rbi guy and he's not even one of the guys who's one national player of the week this team is incredibly deep and to make a deep run in the college world series to get past a super regional to get into uh, Omaha, you need a deep team. And this team can run 14, 15 deep. If you've been listening to our baseball minutes, 
that's one of the things that we have stressed over and over and over again is this team is 14, 15 deep on offense. Most teams are lucky to field nine guys they're confident in. Coastal Carolina has to have hard conversations before every game with five or six guys like, hey, it's not going to be your night, but be ready. I might need you in a pinch. That's insane for a team on Coastal Carolina's level. Jordan, do you think the offense has enough firepower to carry us deep in the playoffs? Uh, I absolutely think we do. I think that we have just enough as talented as any other team out there that's going to be in this tournament. I think we have just enough firepower. I mean, you mentioned it. You guys mentioned it. Zach Beach, Derek Bender. Um, you got you got a lot of guys that's that's got depth and that's really contributed to this team throughout this whole entire season. And when you've got all those guys doing that, not to mention the few that did stay last year, the ones that have, that were in postseason play last year, they've got some experience too. So that's that's big for any team that's going into the postseason. So. I, I really feel like we can – I just feel like we can turn some heads. I really do. We've been doing it all season. We've been – you know, Wake Forest didn't really expect – they probably didn't think much of us, but after we beat them, they, they're they really thinking about us now because we got a game with them coming up. But a lot of these teams that we played, they haven't thought much of us. And it's really good to see these young guys contribute and even some of these veterans that have been here for a while – um, but yeah, I think we can, we can really go out here and, you know, the offense, we've never been worried about the offense. We've been worried about other things, but offensively, I haven't been worried about this offense all year and credit to the guys that have took really good concentrations at their at-bats because man, Derek Bender, <laughs> all those triples, that's, that's crazy. That would be huge for any, any team that's playing in the postseason. If you can get a triple with a runner in scoring position, that's massive. Like, if we could see that in the postseason, that'd be great out of any guy. But Derek Bender doing that, I think he's going to be the X factor postseason-wise. He's just been doing great all year. I just got a feeling he's going to go crazy once we get into the postseason. Yeah, um, something that's really stood out to me with this team as we've kind of developed it is – the transfers that Gilly was able to pick up from last year and just insert right into the lineup. And it's interesting because so Eels, we come in with a, a infield that's completely new with each other. I think Joe Katz was saying on opening day that it was like all freshmen plus Eels. He got this guy that he's a super senior. He uses extra COVID year. Like this dude has been playing baseball for a long time. Even if this is his first chance at division one, He's the heart of our team. He's our batting leader. He has 22 stolen bases. So you get that transfer. That's like the, the prototype transfer in a sense, because normally you'd get a guy that was division one, but to find that gem in division two, that's your experienced guy. But then the other two that I wanted to mention, Chad born out in left field. He's like a sophomore eligibility wise, but he's from Miami. He was a super high recruit. Go went to Miami last year, got tournament experience last year. And he's now kind of found a role in left field for us. Gilly went and found a guy that can play here for a few more years, has got experience last year, got a taste of the big show, and now he's taking it here. He's hitting like 300 this year. That was a great pickup, the guy that can play for us in the future. 
And then the other transfer he got was Ty Dooley. Guy, he's hitting 280. He's been a rock over there at third base. Kind of taking or even shortstop. Mijos' spot. Mijos is really, he got hurt and then kind of lost that spot to Dooley. He still plays, but he's kind of opted for that guy. He's a sophomore as well from Radford. So he found two guys that can stay here for a while. And then he found the uber-talented, experienced guy that nobody was looking at. So I just want to applaud Gilly and his recruiting staff for the way that he found these transfers to fit right in, and two of them will be playing here for next season. So they've been huge spots cornering our infield and outfield. And, yeah, so I just wanted to say that they, they've they been playing incredible this season. They're a huge reason for why we're doing a lot better than people thought. For sure, and – this is a team that should make a deep run because of the efforts that they put in in the offseason. And I know in the portal era of college sports, it's almost impossible to predict what your team will look like next season. But we knew after last season that Coastal was going to be brand new coming in this year. You had EBJ taken in the in the first round by the Brewers. You had Michael Knorr taken in the third round by the Astros. You lost a lot of guys to the portal. All-American pitcher Van Scooter left to the draft. Yes. Like, you lost a lot. And to replace them, not only with talented people like Peyton Eels, but to then find players and find these guys that you can build around for the next couple of years... I mean, that's that's incredible work. And beyond just this season, that's what we need to be doing. Hmm. Imagine if some other programs on Coastal's campus could actually get their shit together and do something like that. Imagine what could happen. Look out, Curtis. <laughs> Sorry, you're going to get me on my soapbox. It's It's April 18th. We haven't played a basketball game in damn near two months, and Cliff Ellis is still in charge. I'm not happy. What the hell is happening? Anyways, back to baseball. Uh, <laughs> little little side tangent there, but the pitching staff is is a weakness, but has been growing. Teddy Sharkey is unbelievable as a closer. Um, we've talked on that enough already that that I think I'll let it die there. But keep an eye out on them. Look for them to get uh, get much better. Before we get out of here, and before we jump into the last couple of questions, want to do like a schedule lookout. Josh, you mentioned that we're in a stretch of 10 games against teams that are playing or we're, excuse me, we're in a stretch of 10 games against teams that are either in the top 25 or just on the periphery. They're receiving votes that continues tomorrow night as, as of this recording um, against college of Charleston. Then you've got that big mass. That's, that's where the sunbelt will be decided. It's in Conway against Southern Miss Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If you can get to those games, please get to those games. Um, that'll be massive. Another national statement game against Wake Forest. We beat them at home. Now we got to beat them up at their place. They are legitimate favorites for the national title. They are second or third by uh, by odds by most bookmakers. Then you've got Louisiana for a three-game stretch, a midweek game against Charlotte, and then a three-game stretch against App State. A couple of non-cons in there um, and a couple of Sunbelt series to end the year. But really, after this 
um, Southern Miss series and the one-off against Wake Forest, the schedule does get a little bit easier. I'm going to ask you guys, we'll go round table. We'll start with Josh. Does this team host a regional? Does this team host a super regional? Does this team make it to Omaha? Those are your three questions. I want yes, no answers for all of them. Regional, yes, 100%. Super regional, trending that way, so I'm going to go yes. By virtue of those first two being yes, in Conway, I I think we do get out of Conway and go to Omaha. So uh, I think that's where it really lies. If they're all in Conway, I just don't see anybody that's going to come in here and beat us twice to get us out. Jordan, do we host a regional? Do we host the super regional? Do we make it to Omaha? Yes to the regional. Yes to the super regional. And boys, let's book our tickets to Omaha. Yes, yes, and yes. I think that this team is just that talented. Pitching-wise, I think the pitching down the stretch will get a lot better. And I think that that's going to be a lot of motivation for those guys. The hitting is going to continue to keep doing well. And I think we'll be I think we'll be in good shape going down the stretch. But yes, yes, and yes. Mario, you're last up. Same three questions. We make it to regional. I ain't got no doubt about that. Super regional, odds are looking pretty good. If we can get out that regional, so I'm gonna say yes. Hate to break it to you. I don't think we make it to Omaha. I'm gonna be completely honest. I I still got questions. As a far as this as far as this point in right now. I don't think we make it to Omaha. And the, and the only thing that is stopping me from saying uh, yes is our pitching is not fully there yet. And again, that doesn't mean they're not going to be. I'm not saying they're going to choke or they're going to flat out die in the Super Regionals. But what I will say is there's still a lot of questions I have for this pitching. That is the biggest question I have right now, which can this pitching come up and come in clutch? I, I believe that we can get 15 runs. But here's the thing. There's also been games where – Teams have pit, have pitched against us, and we've absolutely gotten destroyed. So there's been games like that too, and you can't rely on the offense every single game to get you ten plus runs it, it, against teams like this. And you're facing ranked teams every single every single game. You can't expect them to get ten plus runs every single time. So unless the pitching shows me that they're going to improve and they're going to show up. I can't say we make it to Omaha, but I do think we make it to regionals. I do think we make it to super regionals. I think we put up a great fight in super regionals. And then I think we just fall short. Yeah. My only thing with the logic is that if we do in fact host a super regional, it means that we would play nobody that's ranked higher than us until Omaha. If we get to be a top eight seed it means nobody's coming in here. That's ranked higher than us, but right. to you go off of you're still playing off. teams either way. Yeah, either no, I hear you, but that's the competition. Um, I just don't see a lower ranked team coming in and beating us twice in Conway. And that kind of goes into my my final thing is like Curtis said, if you can get out to the Southern Miss series, if you can get out to the Charleston game tomorrow, please go crazy. The the actual the support for baseball has actually been wild this year. I was at a random Georgia Southern game on it was like a Thursday a couple weeks ago, and it was just packed. I mean, we had like 7,000 people there. It was, I, I didn't know why, but I love it. The support for baseball here is crazy. And can you imagine if we go back to and we host a regional in Conway after it's been three or four years now since we've done that? 
And this team hasn't really been ranked like, like, like we are now since that 2016 team. And that 2016 team never made the top 10. So we didn't host a regional that year. We didn't host super regional that year. Um, this place would be freaking rocking if we're able to host a regional. So that all starts with your support this weekend and tomorrow. But yeah, the support has been incredible. And I would, the atmosphere would be unreal if we do host a regional. Yeah. So uh, my three answers to the questions. Yes. I think we host a regional. I think we're one of the 16 best teams in, in college baseball. I unfortunately think that we just barely get beat out for a super regional. I think we're team number nine and, and that sucks. And you're hoping that somebody in, in their regional loses because not all the number one seeds are going to win their regional. It puts coastal in a really good place to host a regional and host a super regional. I'm going to go yes to both, but I don't think it's because we're a top eight team um, for the super regional rankings. Does coastal Carolina make it to Omaha? because I'm exactly like Josh because the answer to the other two questions is yes. Yeah. They make it to Omaha too. What happens there? Lord knows. But if teams have to come into Conway and win, I don't think they do it. I don't think they can. I think this team feeds off of the energy that's, that's coming from Springs book stadium. Um, and, and they do an excellent job of defending their home turf, even against really good teams. I mean, we talked about Wake Forest. They are, by everyone's accounts, the second or third best team in the country. A lot of people have them as their, their national championship favorite right now. Coastal beat them in Conway. There's not a lot of teams that can beat Coastal in Conway. Jordan, I'll come to you with the final thoughts before we wrap up here. No, I was just going to mention, I mean, you you and Josh uh, pretty much mentioned it. I mean, the fans make a difference. I don't care what anybody says. And our fans are some of the best fans in the nation. When it comes to baseball and, and football, they're the best fans in there. I give it top 25, top 15. Like, we're we're there. So, for, for, for Mario to say, I'm not trying to get on Mario, but for him to say we don't make it to Omaha – if we've got both of those locked down, you guys remember that atmosphere in East Carolina last year. They made a huge difference. And I think that we can we can get we don't have that many seats at Springsbrooks, but I know for a fact we can definitely get our fans there. And who knows? Even hey, the shot show might have to do with live broadcasting if we can get get down there for the games. But you know, our fans are some of the best ones out there and they make a difference, and the and the boys definitely feed off of that. Gilly and this coaching staff, they feed off of it. So that's why I say – that's why I think that our fans are definitely going to be in for a great show, especially if we can get all two of those, regional and super regional. You might as well go ahead and book your flights now because we're going to go ahead – we're going to Omaha. There's no question about that. Well, look, here's the thing. I hope they prove me. I hope they prove me wrong. I hope they get out of the super regions. I hope they go to Omaha. I'm not praying on their downfall whatsoever. All I'm saying is something about it is telling me that. And like I said, we're going to go to super regionals, give it a good fight, and lose. I'm not saying we're going to die to a team like 20 to nothing. The only thing I'm saying is the only reason why I can't say no right now is because I still have, I still got a very few, and, and I mean very few questions that have to be answered that I just don't know if they're going to be in the biggest moment. 
Josh is right. If we go to Super Regionals, we're playing teams that are ranked below us. But the thing is, again, these aren't scrub teams that we're playing. By no means. It doesn't mean, and this is exact, just in my opinion, this is the exact same thought process that a lot of Coastal fans have. We think about, like I said, we talked about it with Wake Forest. Wake Forest probably underlooked us. We were below them, and then we beat them. That I don't want to go into that mind process of we're ranked above everybody else, and then all of a sudden some team that was below us, whether it's 15 or whatever the case might be, comes in and beats us in Conway. That's going to be heartbreaking. All I'm going to say is this. Coastal baseball, don't be like the football team. Do not, do not be like the football team, okay? Please stay locked in. Keep your foot on that pedal and floor it. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Do not lose confidence. Do, do not gain too much confidence. Stay humble. Put your foot to pedal, floor that thing, and go win. Well, boys, I think that's where we wrap it up. Uh, I cannot wait to drink a beer bat with you gentlemen in Omaha. Uh, Mario's not invited apparently, but, uh, <laughs> no, I'm messing with you, Mario, but I cannot wait to chug about 13 beer bats in Omaha and, uh, watch coastal Carolina destroy other baseball teams, 15 to like four. I'm so excited to watch Teddy Probably Sharkey. Like 15 to 12, but yeah. yeah. I'm so excited to watch Teddy Sharkey have to pitch like seven innings against LSU. Like that's going to be insane. But. With all that said, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. Follow us on Twitter at The Shant Show, on Instagram at Shant Show. Send us in your questions, how you're feeling about this baseball team right now, and uh, do you think they make it to Omaha? We'll put out a poll here uh, when the episode goes live. Uh, So if you are listening in, go ahead and uh, check out our Twitter for that poll. That being said, Shant's up forever. Fire Clifellis. Fire Clifellis.